2: Dr. Glenna Rice here, and I am on the Dr. Pat Show on Transformational Talk Radio, doing a solo show. I think it's my second one, but it kind of feels like I haven't done this in a long time. I'm really excited. And I am here today um, with an amazing guest, one of my favorite people on the planet, Um, Heather Nichols, is here with me today. And we're going to be having a questionable conversation about parenting today, and the topic was three things you should never do with your kids, Um, and, you know, Heather is I've known Heather for probably going on seven years now. She's also an access consciousness facilitator. She's a joy of business facilitator and a conscious parents conscious kids facilitator. She's an amazing background. She has her master's degree in social work and she studied child development in college. Um, she is an entrepreneur and a healer and, the thing that we have in common, <laughs> besides all that stuff, is she's also a mom. So we're going to talk about being a mom, using these access consciousness tools to change things um, that we probably never thought was possible before we were um, found this crazy work that we do all <laughs> over the world. <laughs> right? So welcome, Heather. How are you?
0: Thank you. I'm great. Thank you so much for having me.
2: Yeah, I'm really excited about this topic. So it's funny when we were kind of Skyping back and forth about it, um, I think we came up with 10 things like instantly of what you shouldn't do with your kids, three things you should never do. So we're going to talk probably about more than um, three things. (laughs) As we do. (laughs) Um, So Heather, I was reading a book we're both in that I'd kind of forgotten about, Parenting Mm -hmm. Possibilities. Um, and your bio on the website, and you say something on your bio that is kind of like a secret. A lot of moms have that we just don't talk about. You pretend we have it. You know, this was your life when your kids were much younger. You have two boys who I adore. Oh, yeah, they're amazing, amazing young men. How old are they?
0: Ten and thirteen now.
2: Yeah, ten and thirteen. So my daughter, who youngest, who's fourteen, um, has had lots of fun hanging out with them at different <laughs> and things. Um, she speaks highly of those guys. Mm-hmm. So you talked about something and I just like to ask you about it. Cause it's something that I think most mothers often have, and we never speak about out loud or pretend it's not there is that you said you hated being a mom.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That was actually, um, it's funny. I was just talking about that the other day cause the, well I was doing a conscious parents, conscious kids class and, um, you know, my, um, my first class that I ever took with Gary Douglas, the founder of Access Consciousness, um, was an advanced body class. And, um, and I, I had met you right before that, Glenn, I took your, your three day body class Right. and yeah. a long time ago. Yeah. And I am, um, I, I went to the class, um, my body sort of just like demanded that I go to this class. And I had this back pain that really w- was pretty chronic and wouldn't go away. And, um, and it was weird cause I was always really fit and I taught yoga and I taught dance and I was active and, but I had this like days where I would wake up and I couldn't put my shoes on. And so I went to this class really hoping that I could take care of that as, you know, among a lot of other things. And, um, and I asked Gary about it in the class and he said to me in front of a hundred people, truth, do you hate being a mom? Oh. <laughs> and I was like, Oh shit. <laughs> Oops, sorry. I don't know if I can say that on your show, but said it okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was like, Oh man, I can't lie. I know I can't lie about this, because he'll know if I'm lying. And there's 100 people in the room right now. And my kids are even in the room. And I have to say yes, actually. (laughs) And it was the beginning of total freedom for me in so many areas of my life, especially with parenting. And he facilitated me and, you know, through this amazing process, and just like, got me to see that I needed to I really actually wanted to hire somebody to do all the things that I didn't like doing as a mom. And I woke up the next morning and my back pain was gone and it never came back. (laughs) And so, you know, you know, Glenna, that a lot of times when we have back pain, we're hiding things behind our back. Like that's a lot of times what that is. And I was so hiding that. I I didn't want to tell anybody. I didn't want to acknowledge it even to myself that this thing I had wanted my whole life. I had always known I was going to be a mom. I'd always known I was going to have two kids. It was going to be fantastic and amazing and wonderful. And, you know, and here I had these two kids that were like so out of control and so not fantastic, at least at the time, my experience of it was not fantastic. And it was like, oh, this is not what I thought it was going to be. And um, I'm so grateful that he invited me to look at that. Because then I could change it. And I don't hate being a mom anymore. I actually, my kids are actually now two of my favorite people to hang out with.
2: That's so cool. Yeah, I had the same, I mean, similar. I was in that class. I am sure I was in that yeah. class. Probably yeah. was like, she said that. <laughs> it's probably true for me, too. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was a crazy mom when my kids were before I, you know, I think it was a question for me. It was actually asking a question to change that that got mm-hmm. me to find access. I know it. I was at this crazy workshop. And we were outside, it was in Sedona, Arizona. There was this massive anthill. I may have told the story on this the show before, but there was this huge anthill. And they. I live on the top of this hill and I had my kids in so many activities. I just started my own business. I, you know, didn't know how you could, I had no tools to handle all the things I was doing from mm-hmm. except for this place of like struggle and craziness. Mm-hmm. Um, and I looked at this anthill and I went, Oh, my God, that's my life. And I almost wanted to start crying. And Mm. then I looked at it differently. I was like, wow, but they're not angry. You know, they're just not angry about it. They're just doing it. And I was just asked a question, like, what would it take to not be so frustrated and angry with my life, with parenting? Um, Mm. And I think within two or three weeks, I found my first access class. (laughs) Um, It showed up pretty amazing. Um, So what changed? I mean, you hated parenting. Like, what? do you have any anything that 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 you could share about that that changed for you like we're looking at it differently you said Mm -hmm. you got more help I remember having that change for me also which is something I would have I did everything on my own um but any other things that that pop that you have about that
0: yeah I mean I would say that was the beginning of me um I mean Gary really invited me and you also I I had I took some classes with you that were such a gift um Both of you guys invited me to um, to actually be like be okay with and acknowledge what was true for me as a mom and what worked for me, and um, you know, starting with the acknowledgement of okay, well, what I have been doing really sucks. Um, so, you know, it can, it can only get better from here, you know, but it was, but what was the thing that really changed for me in that moment was going, right. You know, this is something that's so not fun for me. Look at what it's doing to my body. Look at what it's doing to my life. I mean, I really, you know, when that all changed, I also started creating my business and I started creating more money and my body was happier and all that because I was actually willing to look at my whole life and go okay, now, you know, I'm a single mom and that's probably, I'm not really interested in having somebody live with me that parents my kids with me, you know, so that's probably going to be how it's going to be. And, um, this is, I'm not going to do this for 18 years or whatever, you know, 16 years or whatever, however old my kids were at the time. It was like, this is not my world. And so I can either buy the judgments of what everybody else says you have to do as a parent in order to be a good parent and be miserable, or I can actually just get over it and choose what's going to work for me and what's going to be fun for me. And so I did. And I did that included, I've always had people since then working for me, you know, picking the kids up from school, making them lunches for the next day, making, cooking their dinners. I don't, I really don't like to cook them. I mean, occasionally it's fun, but only if I feel like it, you know, not a right. daily dinner, you know, I don't really enjoy that stuff. And I just, I've never actually done it. I've I've ever since that time, it was like, I don't have to do this. It doesn't, it doesn't make me a bad mom. If I don't cook for my children, you know, <laughs> somebody else can do that and I can work during that time and create. And then I can hang out with my kids. I can play with them. I can be present with them. I can, you know, do the things that nobody else can do, you know, other than me.
2: So when, like, when you, yeah. So when you acknowledge that you didn't, you know, parenting wasn't all it was cracked up to be <laughs> in our fantasy worlds. Um, but just by acknowledging that you can start, because when that's hidden yeah, you have that that secret that there's stuff you just don't like and you're not acknowledging it. Once you do, you can start looking at the things that you're trying about to change it, but you can also start creating a family or a reality that works for you. And yep. looking at those are and when you have it hidden and you're pretending everything's great when it's obviously not great. Mhm. Um, then, then you you can't you can't change it until you acknowledge it. You can't yep. ask the questions it'll change it. Yeah. That's so cool.
0: I know. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, it, cause otherwise you're just buying, you're like living a lie. You know, you're just buying this, the lies of this world that, you know, parenting is all these things and you have to do all these things. And I think we were talking about this in one of our, and one of our calls with the other conscious parents, conscious kids facilitators. And somebody said, you know, parenting is like the one thing that you can't get wrong. You know, because you can get your business wrong, you can get your money wrong, you can get your body wrong. You're kind of the only one who has to deal if you get those things wrong. But if you get parenting wrong, according to this world, like you're messing up another person, you know, and that's the big lie and the big threat and the big, you know, thing that has people go seeking for all the experts to tell them what to do when there's no acknowledgement of what they know and what their kids know and what's actually true for them which um, might be very different than what the rest okay. of the world says.
2: You're just leading us right into another whole topic, and we have to go to break here coming up. Oh. Like, so, w- like, being willing to be a bad mom, because, if, yeah. you know, if you're trying to fight that one and avoid that that judgment, um, you stop everything. And, yeah. yes, you are, like, your kids will go into therapy in 20 years. You hear about it all the time. That Everything <sighs> the mom did was the problem, you know, the creation of all the problems in everybody's life. Um, yeah it is to parent from avoiding that when your kids are one year
0: old, this doesn't work very well. Oh man. no, (laughs) For anybody.
2: Um, So we're going to break now. Um, This is the Dr. Pat show on transformational talk radio. I'm Dr. Glenna rice, and we'll talk to you guys all in a minute.
3: A space of allowing radio with coach Nancy Coco welcoming all that wants to be present today. Tune in Thursdays every first and third week at 9 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com as Coach Nancy helps you find a space of allowing. Join Coach Nancy to explore what lives at your edges and to bring more of yourself home. For more information, visit NancyCocoCoaching.com.
1: Healing has a ripple effect. One person's healing affects everyone around them. This is where the power of sharing our stories can be so important. Tune in to Playing on the Edge Radio with Megan Edge each month on Transformation Talk Radio as Megan provides you with ways of sustaining radical and powerful changes in your life. Enact the power of radical change. To find out more about Megan Edge, visit her website at MeganEdge.ca.
3: Love Living Radio Ignite Your Whole Being with Emily Perkins is a show for those looking to explore the sparkling magnificence of their inner selves. Tune in every second and fourth Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific as Emily sheds a radiant light of love on the beauty and power that resides within you. Discussing love in all its forms through conversations that provoke awareness, curiosity, and expansion, Emily shares the unlimited power of love. For more information or to listen to this show, visit lovelivingholistics.com.
1: What is holding you back from living the life you are meant to live? Why is it vital to believe in something bigger than yourself? Are you in physical or emotional pain? Tune in monthly to Vibrant Purposeful Living. Awaken the vibrant life within you with Lou Paradise and Dr. Pat on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Lou's passion is to help everyone experience positive solutions for life. Find out more about Lou with Vibrant Purposeful Living at LouParadise.com. (laughs)
2: thank you benny for that intro i just found out about a new song um
0: i'll send you the video so you can do it you can go along with it too
4: (laughs) (laughs) we just kind
2: of floated for all the listeners we were talking on the break and we were talking about this shark song that i'd never heard so all of you parents out here that have younger kids you probably were familiar with it i have a new thing to listen to and a video thank you benny (laughs) a good laugh oh that's so funny um When Heather and I were talking about this topic, one of the things she said, the three things you couldn't do, you know, with kids, she wrote me really quickly, you can't be happy, you can't have fun, and you can't be successful.
0: (laughs) There's only three, though. There's only three. (laughs) There's not like a million. (laughs) Right, right. Well, it's, this reality has
2: so much value in, you know, struggle and hard work and sacrifice and these things with those are what you usually hear parents talking about which partially creates what you were talking about in the first segment you know this idea that we're we don't like parenting because the things that this reality values so weirdly is you know we're giving your life up for your children um working hard and you you know you go to the at least i did you go to the schoolyard and that's what parents talked about like yeah how their kids didn't sleep at night, and how they're not eating food, and they're not doing this, and they're not doing that, and how hard you're working and driving kids everywhere. Um, You hear about that more than you hear about being happy, having fun, and being (laughs) successful
0: well yes (laughs) definitely (laughs) because even if you are happy having fun or i'll say or because i don't think anybody well there's not very many people that are willing to do all three of those things but (laughs) or being successful um it's not people aren't even like you people you know it's like you don't even want to talk about it because the rest of the world is so committed to being miserable um and parenting is i mean that's one of the things i walk around and i'm like when I'm out in the world and I just see parents that are so unhappy all the time, just miserable, you know? And it's like, Oh, it's one of the things that made me want to become a conscious parents, conscious kids facilitator is, wow. What would it take to change that? You know, really, really to have for you to actually matter Mm -hmm. in, in your family as a parent, you know? What would it be like if you mattered, and your happiness mattered, and your fun mattered, and your success mattered, and you could have way more fun than everybody else is having? Being a parent, you could be more
2: than just the mom or the yeah. Parent. So that's one yeah. of the things, you know, never giving your life up for your kids is such mm-hmm. a different way to look at parenting. To not give your life up, like you can be an amazing parent yeah. and you can have an amazing life. They're not mutually exclusive. We can have it all. Maybe we can have happiness, fun, and success all three at the same time. I know that's one of my targets. (laughs) Totally,
0: totally. Well, and you've been such an inspiration, Glenna, Um, just how you create your life and how much you have really trusted your kids and empowered them and you know, still done so much traveling and teaching classes all over the world and going to classes all over the world and sometimes bringing your kids and sometimes not. And your kids are just these amazing people in the world that are like present and empowered and they are creating their lives. And it's, it's such a gift to, you know, give our kids like to trust them, you know, and to let them be part of, like to be creating our families with our kids is such a different reality.
2: You know, it's such a like a testament because, you know, I these tools. It was like 14 years ago. My daughter was a year old and I started using these tools, which some of them were a little, you know, willing to be a bad mom. We talked about that just before the break. Like that was kind of weird. That was a very odd thing to like being, you know, I don't want to be a bad mom. That's not what I, that wasn't what I thought I would you know, but it, to to look at it, being willing to receive the judgments that you're not doing it perfect, so you can create something greater. Um, you know, I, I, talking to my kids about what they wanted to eat, which is something I'm sure you've done many times, what their bodies would like to eat. That mm-hmm. was strange. You were supposed to have organic food and make sure they ate at certain times, and they got all the right caloric intake to create these mm-hmm. bodies in the future. And you know, the way my head was, um, but I try. I just they worked. These tools worked. I use them. And, you know, 14 years later, you're right. I've got kids that blow me away with mm-hmm. their confidence in the, how they know what they'd like to choose. Um, they're inspirations to me and they're people I really love to be around and enjoy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. <sighs> Listen,
2: willing to be a bad mom. That's, mm-hmm. um, You know, not giving your life up for your kids. Never get, that's, that'll be our, like, one tool number one that you should never do. (laughs) We have to stick to the topics, right?
0: (laughs) Right. (laughs) Because neither one of us has ADD, right? (laughs) Oh, no.
2: (laughs) Well, and, you know, there's a whole thing. Like, the kids that are have these, like, your boys are a little, I don't know, hyper, crazy, fun. Yes, totally. They, They enjoyed life. (laughs) <laughs> they didn't quite do things. that They still do, I'm sure. You know, and I had all these things. I had kids that definitely my, um, you yeah, dyslexia came up with one of my, my daughters, um, OCD stuff with my youngest. They probably don't love me talking about this. Um, but having the tools that we have to look at these things as a contribution, as an ability,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and not stop them from, um, you're also, aren't you an um, X-Men facilitator? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so you have so X-Men for those of you who haven't heard uh, listened to heard from me talking about it is these those on the spectrum abilities that people think are a problem that actually aren't a problem and how to look at it differently yeah. from a totally different point of view and empower these kids to know what they know and not stop them so they can be the greatness. You know, I would say my oldest my son has lots of the kind of Aspergery things that's just mm-hmm. the way he was and having these tools um, to look at these things differently so I didn't try to stop them. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know if you want to speak more about that with your boys at all. Yeah. yeah. I
0: was going <laughs> to echo. I don't know if – oh, maybe it's gone now. Okay, it's gone. Um, yeah, you know, because they were – they were so – my kids were just so what I would call out of control. Um, and I – um, and – you know, just really what, you know, what I discovered, I mean, I, it, that's part of what had, you know, what I why I was so miserable as a mom, because I was like, I, I couldn't, they were just constantly like spinning out and freaking out and like, just running all over the house and chasing each other. And there were sometimes even like broken bones involved. I mean, it was really intense. And, um, and I was just like, Oh, my gosh, you know, I can't even I can't even like, I don't even know what to do with these kids. And, when I started to acknowledge not only in my own world, but to them and with them, how aware they are, Mm -hmm. um, that started to change so many things. Um, And because I, I was really kind of looking at them as like through the lens of how everybody looks at kids, you know, and I had been trained in, you know, child development and I was a social worker and I worked with kids and, so I'd been trained in this to to think a particular way and to look at kids a particular way, not from this sort of different point of view of, well, these they're actually infinite beings. You know, they're 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 they know they are the experts on themselves. And they know more about themselves than I do, than anybody does. They know more about like they know more about the world and people around them than we give them credit for. And one of the things that really changed that, like the craziness was me acknowledging their, like the brilliance of that. And like, you guys are more aware than most people on the planet. And when I started acknowledging that with them, then they started to get, Oh, I'm different. I'm, you know, I am psychic and I'm aware and I, I'm perceiving things and I'm aware of energies and, So they didn't have to then make themselves wrong and spin out because nobody was addressing what was going on on the inside for them. It was like, now it was a conversation and it went from being a wrongness to how brilliant are you? What do you know? Like, what if you could create your life, even though you're five or seven or whatever, from what you know? And and what if I acknowledge that, you know, more than everybody else thinks, you know, and that just started to change so many things about them and how they yeah, showed up in the world. It's
2: Such a great tool. Um, you know, just like the pragmatics of that
0: of how mm-hmm. you, how
2: you do that. I mean, because I, how does a parent do that? How do you acknowledge that your kid? Um. Often we don't even know that we have it. I and mean, there's some really like just asking your children what they know.
0: Yeah. About this. Yeah.
2: I mean, I'm it's so awesome. simple, but it can be. On, it can be about. Anything about their homework, about their friends, about the earth, yeah, um, yeah. And keep when you ask them, they it empowers you to actually start to know what you actually know. Also, because none of us were asked these questions as a kid, or rarely. There's a few people that had amazing parents, but most of us didn't have parents that were going around. Well, what do you know about yeah. this?
0: Yeah. Well, and one of the things I do with my kids because I ask them, "What do you know?" But I I ask it because from the point of view that I ask it from in my own world is I know that they know. And Mm -hmm. so I don't, I, they don't get to say, I don't know. Um, so I'll just about anything. I'll say, well, what do you know? And a lot of times they'll come back and say, I don't know. And then I'll say, if you did know, what would you know? (laughs) That's my line with my kids that works really well (laughs) because it, and they may not answer in words, and that's the other thing is I, I'm willing to communicate with them energetically um, and just like I'm aware, we're all aware of energy, which is, you know, sort of a different way of functioning in the world. But um, X-Men and, you know, the kids like these kids and, and anybody really who's drawn to these conversations, like we do have this awareness of energy and we pretend like we don't, you know. And so I, I stopped pretending that with my kids and it was like there's an energetic you know, sort of world here that is that we're all aware of, and let's let's function more from that, mm. um, and not from pretending like you're not aware. And so, it just it just was this constant acknowledgement of, okay, well, you know, what do you know? What do you know? What do you know? And they just sort of that's sort of their reality now,
2: and they started receiving that.
0: Like, yeah, it, it does. It changes everything.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I have so, yeah, so many times. I mean, just in schools, situations with girls fighting, I mean, you don't have girls, but girls, high school, middle school, middle school especially can be a -hmm. very strange place, those of us who lived it. Um, And having conflicts coming home, very upset daughters, and just saying, well, what do you know about this? What do you know about your friend? What are you aware of? And what could you do to change it? Can we change this? Asking questions, um, you know, and it's a muscle you start to build as a parent. Yeah, that you start because the the results are amazing. So I think it's time we go for another break here mm-hmm. and we can come back um, with a couple more tools and things you shouldn't do. <laughs> <laughs> yes. hey, Dr. Glenna Rice, filling in for Dr. Pat on Transformational Talk Radio, the Dr. Pat show with my guest, Heather Nichols.
1: Tap into the wisdom of animals, angels, and masters with Darcy Pariso on Animal Soul Wisdom Radio. Tune in monthly as Darcy brings insights on how to better understand and deepen our relationships with animals. Working with light and pureness of ancient techniques, Darcy, healer, animal communicator, and medium is here to guide you through this process and provide inspiration to move forward. For more information about working with Darcy, visit DarcyPariso.com.
3: Demystifying the Journey on From Here to There Radio with your host, Diane Garris. Tune in every third Wednesday, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on TransformationTalkRadio.com as Diane helps you get from where you are now to the life you envision. Get ready to get unstuck and move forward. Every show features a new special segment, New Age Notes, demystifying hot metaphysical topics of the day. For more information or to work with Diane, visit DianeGarris.com.
1: Have you ever
0: heard of the 90-10 rule? It goes like this. 90% of the time, no one is thinking of you. 90% of the time, everyone's thinking about themselves. And if you think of it like that, it takes the weight off. Because now, you're not being judged. I'm Megan Edge. I'd love for you to join me on Playing on the Edge Radio, Radical Change with Ease, with my co-host Dr. Pat on Transformation Radio FM.
3: Practice living in wholeness and achieve fulfillment in your life with your body in full service to you. Sign up for the body Tuneup, Six online classes designed for radical self-healing and self-regeneration. Go to corneliastephanie.com. Evolve,
2: become a practitioner now. Welcome, everyone. Dr. Glenna Rice here with my guest, Heather Nichols, on the Dr. Pat Joan Transformational Talk Radio. We're having a great conversation about um, parenting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Amazing mm-hmm. conversation. So, Heather, um, mm-hmm. if people wanted to reach you, how could they do that? And what's coming up soon in your world that you may invite people to?
0: Um, well, my website is heathernichols.com, N-I-C-H-O-L-S. Um, and I also have a profile on the access consciousness website um, so that they can go there. And I actually have more of my upcoming classes are posted on the access website at the moment. We haven't updated my website today. <laughs> that's happening soon. Um, i you know I don't have any conscious parents um classes on the books right now. I definitely will be doing more but one of the classes that i to me is a big part of this this whole conversation is the joy of business mm-hmm. which is really about the creation of your life and the, the that business is actually the adventure of creating your life and living and to me the the parenting conversation is woven through that and also when i was you know a part like for me it's been a huge part of changing and growing and expanding my business. By just being less stressed out and less miserable, I'm creating way more. And um, so I have a Joy of Business three-day masterclass coming up at the end of September on the 28th um, for three days in Boulder Live, and then it's gonna be live streamed as well so people can join from anywhere. Um, and that's on the Access Consciousness website.
2: Um, oh, how exciting. Yeah. It's a fabulous class. Yeah, it's it is a fabulous I class. Wouldn't miss that. I would (laughs) and listening to what Heather knows about business and getting facilitated around by her. What a treat, what a gift that is. Um, thank you. (laughs) Yeah. Joy of business, conscious parents, conscious kids. Um, yeah, they're a huge part of how I create my reality too. It's uh, Mm a mompreneurs. We rock.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And we're, and then the, the, uh, the conscious parents, conscious kids, facilitators, are doing a story time for parents um, book club on the Conscious Parents, Conscious Kids book. Mm -hmm. Um, And that starts, that's going to be amazing. There's some brilliant, brilliant facilitators. um, And that starts on Tuesday, right?
2: Yeah, Tuesday the 4th. I will be on the first episode. I think they were doing six of them. I should have all these details. I'm terrible. Mm -hmm. But yeah, story time for parents. So we are going to read you... um, excerpts from this amazing book that's quite that's been around for a while conscious parents conscious kids it's full of stories um of like how people use these tools we were talking about on this show with kids and there's lots of stories from gary douglas and dr dane here simone millis the founder of joy of business is in there also i have a few stories they go way back they, i was just reading through the book um not that long ago and rereading these stories that I wrote about my kids from 10 years ago or longer. It was pretty different reality then. And <sighs> it was like the beginning of this back- spectacular future I was starting to create. So it's, they're pretty amazing. It's going to be pretty fun. So, you know, we don't get books read to us that often as parents. And this mm-hmm. is gonna be your chance. So you can find that you can find out about the story time for parents by going to dot cp slash CK, for con- Conscious Parents, Conscious Kids, CPCK, and then just tick, click on the um, upcoming classes and you'll find a way to register um, online and join us for the yeah. Zoom. It's gonna be to Get a story read to you.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so this is so fun to talk to another parent that's been raising kids with these tools and changing mm-hmm. their life. Um, so mm-hmm. one of the things that is really different about how we look at parenting is not protecting your children, mm-hmm. you know, like the best protection for your children we say is awareness. And you were talking about asking them what they know, mm-hmm. um, you know, and one of our kind of jobs as parents is to, because we can't save our children. We can't protect them. We have to educate them on the, how the world works. And part of that is asking them what they know. Um, I used to say you don't want to tell them to be careful. You want to tell them to be awareful.
0: (laughs) Awareful. I love it. I love it. That's awesome. (laughs) Yeah, it's very different.
2: different. Anything on that? How did that, looking at it from a totally different point of view like that, how did that change with your kids? I mean, you're talking about boys that were running around breaking arms and having a blast. But, you know, you would probably be like, you guys need to be careful.
0: Right, right, right. You know? (laughs) like
2: how do you educate your children on how the world works so they actually have the awareness on what's going to work for them what's going to be safe what's going to get them in trouble so they know
0: yeah that's such a good question um well one of the things i started doing with the um with the um just their the stuff with their bodies was, um, and the like broken bones and stuff was. I just started pointing out to them, hey guys, did you notice the energy just changed and now it's escalated, you know? And because like I started to know when it was gonna spin into somebody was gonna get hurt, so I'd start just naming that so they could be aware of it, and so that was really cool. Um, and I would say, you know, I know we're almost at the end here, so I would say really just a lot of or actually we have another break I guess that's what it is (laughs) Um, but asking them questions like really like like fostering them and facilitating them to know that they know so much more than the world gives them credit for and um from a from the point of view of not protecting them like because right. when you bring the energy of protection to your kids, this was one of the bigger changes for me as a parent was when I stopped protecting them
4: mm-hmm. and
0: started just knowing that they knew and they like empowering them to know it, it, there's a different energy that you bring to your family and to your kids that it's an energy of you've got this, you've got this, you've got this life thing, you know, Um <laughs> 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 and they're like, oh, I do, you know, rather than like, um, you're dumb and you're small and you don't know. And so I need to be the one who to take care of you. You know, it's like, what is that? What kind of a message does that send a child, you know? And so, yes.
2: well, they you know. grow up never knowing what it is to be safe. Yeah, to see their, you know, see to to know what is something that could be a problem. Like you don't want to jump off the roof; you could break a leg. Because we've been there as parents, telling them, "Be careful! Don't do that." And it's really, it's a really strange energy. You were talking about the energies of you would know when things started to escalate.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
2: but if you go to a place of stopping them from a worry or a concern, and not from the awareness you're talking about, and not empowering them, they will feel your energy that something might be wrong even when something's not. And that starts to yeah. stop what they know so they yeah. can never actually see what it is in the future that may be something they want to avoid or maybe something that will create more in their life than they can imagine. You know, I, Roshin, when she was a young, like, four-year-old, she didn't know how to swim yet. She, I hadn't put her in swim lessons, and the other two had been, you know, got swim lessons, but she was my youngest. And we were in Costa Rica, and she started jumping into the deep end and didn't know how to swim. Now... <sighs> I didn't get the energy that anything would escalate. I got this energy that she was okay. And every parenting thing in my body was just like, I have to get her out. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I can't mm-hmm. let a girl that's four years old that can't swim, jump in the deep end. You am a terrible mom. Mm-hmm. And then I just asked a question. Truth. Is she going to be safe? Mm-hmm. Is she going to be okay? And it was so amazingly light. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, this changed this for me completely. And I sat there on the other side of the pool and let her do this thing where she'd jump in and then wiggle herself like a mermaid, which she loved. Her favorite shows were mermaid shows back then. Mm-hmm. And within a few minutes, like probably 20 minutes, she was swimming. That she is so cool. Wow. And, and, but there was, now looking at it years later, this is my, she has such an amazing ability with her body. She's. She was showing that to me then, what she was going to create in her future with her body. She's a, Um, cheerleader into trampoline and she just has an incredible way of embodiment with a physicalness that she has Mm. that she was being then and i know that if i had been the parent that went stop it Mm -hmm. that could have been stopped for her so we're giving our kids a future that is so spectacular using these tools
0: yep that's so true
2: so we need to take another break here they're coming Mm -hmm. so fast i'm having so fun with this much fun with this conversation (laughs) (laughs) Um, So we will talk to you soon. Could you swim with sharks? Is
1: fear holding you back from living your life? The time is now to jump in and be courageous. Shelly Ryan has created a retreat to
4: help you move past
1: your fears with confidence. Join her June 30th through July 7th in Mexico. Have some fun, relax. Plus, you'll have the opportunity to be courageous with a whale and shark adventure. For more information, visit
2: yournextchaptercoaching.com.
4: High-frequency healing for an amazing life with Source Light Radio. Join host Laura Barton each month on Transformation Talk Radio as she explores Source Light integration, a unique spectrum of energy, light and frequency. Experience instantaneous healing and amazing shifts in consciousness with Source Light Integrations Radio. For more information on Laura and her work, visit SourceLightIntegrations.com.
1: Wow. Hey, everyone. Welcome. Uh, Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. I'm telling you, I got to pinch myself some days because when each of us gets called, to do something that we so not thought was in our wheelhouse to do for a purpose that's so much greater than us, we get to show up and shine. If you would like to show up and shine on The Dr. Pat Show as a co-host or sponsor, send us an email to inspire at com.
4: Claudette Rally has created a breakthrough five-step process to help you align your culture with your business strategy for exceptional results. Looking for a culture that drives organizational excellence? Listen to Cultural Brilliance Radio, the second and fourth Friday of each month at 10 a.m. Pacific and 1 p.m. Eastern on Transformation Talk Radio. To learn more or work with Claudette, visit culturalbrilliance.com.
1: Ignite your inner magic on Grow Your Soul Radio with Jane Matanga. Tune in each month on Transformation Talk Radio as host Jane Matanga explores how to overcome your fears to help you gain the inspiration you need to awaken your path to joy. Learn the way to life mastery and the enlightened path with Grow Your Soul Radio. For more information on Jane Matanga and her work, visit enlightened-path.com.
2: Welcome everyone, Dr. Glenna Rice here in the Dr. Pat Show, filling in for her today um, with my guest Heather Nichols, the amazing conscious parent, joy of business facilitator, access facilitator.
0: have mm-hmm. been having
2: such a great call. Um, so how do you get a hold of me? I should probably mention that too since we talked about <laughs> glennarice.com and accessconsciousness.com backslash Dr. Glenna Rice. You can find me that way. We were just talking about Storytime for Parents. It's a really cool uh, telecall series or Zoom series that's coming up where you can have um, this amazing book, Conscious Parents, Conscious Kids, read to you with, by Access Conscious Facilitators and with facilitation from all of us. There's going to be a host slew of us. I think seven or eight people are on this. That you'll get facilitation from. Really excited. That's coming up in September 4th. It starts. And you can find that on the com slash cpck website. Um, and then look for telecalls, and that will come up as a possibility. So, Heather, the three, th- the three things. I think we've talked way more than three things that you shouldn't do <gasps> with kids. <laughs> but I was just uh, one of the other, like the, the protecting your children, like that whole thing, yeah. not protecting them, was a huge game changer for me. But this other one was, you know, not expecting my kids to do or be a certain thing or expecting them to to need to be around me or the expectations that I had that I should be there all the time for my kids Mm -hmm. and be entertaining them all the time, um, not letting them do things on their own. It was something that the parenting world kind of put out there for me. You know, you'd be reading them lots of stories, playing games with them, activities taking to parks that I always needed to be (laughs) giving them all these you know, this experience of life to make them into great people someday, <laughs> which most of the things I didn't enjoy doing. Like, yeah, in a park and watching a kid go up and down a slide was not not something that was actually fun for me. And I did a yeah. lot of it when the kids yeah. were young. Um, playing Candyland did not oh, like my it. God. <laughs> and how Ooh. many years did? I used to cheat on Candyland, and I'd I'd stack the deck so they got the the one so they would move. win. So they'd win really fast in like four moves.
4: That's <laughs> so funny. So, so oh there was
2: this, you know, tool of asking your asking. Um, Do my children require anything of me right now? Mm. Which changed okay. everything for me because I got I started asking that on a regular basis all day long all the time, and I would get a no most of the time, mm-hmm. and then. I would just allow them to keep being and doing and playing however they were. They didn't require anything of me. And then I could start creating my life, my reality, my business, um, you know, the create, creating the things that actually worked for me without having this pull that I was supposed to do these things with my kids. You know, what, what changed for me is I'd realized that when the kids actually required me, they would come out and tell me. Yeah. You know, it was just something really quick. They mm-hmm. wanted a snack or they wanted something from me but they would let me know I didn't need to be checking on them all the time I don't know is that something that that you have used with your boys
0: oh my gosh yes all the time I remember when I heard um Gary Douglas the founder of access consciousness say um I hate playing games with my kids and I was like you're allowed to do that. Like you're you're allowed to like not enjoy playing games, you know? And cause it's true. Like there was all of that, like I really that wasn't stuff that I really ever enjoyed. I mean, there's some things that we do, like there's things that we've found that we do together that is are fun for all of us. But right. um, but all that stuff of like oh, you have to, you know, it's basically it's this this lie that the way that you be present with your kids is by doing something. And what I started to really just acknowledge and be curious about and ask about and notice was that really what my kids require of me is presence, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's, it's more me just being with them and I can be with them when I'm in Italy and they're in Colorado I can be with them when we're in the same house, you know, it's, it's different, you know, but I can, I am always present with my kids. I don't ever pull my energy out of their world and they know that. And again, it's this like nonverbal communication, energetic communication of I, they know that and I acknowledge that they know that. And that kind of sets the tone for, yeah, we're always connected. You know, I'm always with them. And I don't, there isn't actually a whole lot that I do in terms of like those activity kinds of things. I don't do stuff like that with them. I mean, I take them, we travel and we do stuff like that, but, um, but it's been so cool to just really trust that and to, to be in that question, do they require even anything of me? And most of the time it's like, we're just hanging out in the house and everybody's just doing their thing and we're with each other.
2: We're being.
0: We're being.
2: Yeah. yeah. Infinite yeah. beings being around each other. Yeah. yeah that's So that's our, our third one. I don't know if we did one or two, but one of the things <laughs> never to do with kids is pull your energy out of their universe.
0: Yeah.
2: It changes, wow, the stress that goes away and the freedom you have to be and create. Mm-hmm. And it gives them a huge freedom, too, because they don't have mom or dad watching over them all the time.
3: Yeah.
2: Um, and they're not looking to us to entertain them. They can actually start being, creating their lives also and what's joyful for them and meaning, you know, creates, create, you know, it's really creating a future that they would enjoy. And so many of the times when I start, started changing this, my kids started creating things that now I see were creating their future.
0: Mm.
2: You know, my get- son was a big video gamer, daughter was doing art, and I'm not, I'm still the youngest one. She's um, 14, so we'll see what she's choosing. I just know it's got, it, there's a greatness to it. Um, and they were, those were the things they would start doing yeah. uh, or being with, was the things that they enjoyed. You know, And that's part of this asking them questions. What do they know? What do they enjoy? What's fun for them? What would they like to create? Um, the information they give you may be surprising, but it's a true honoring of the children that we have chosen to hang out with in this lifetime. <laughs>
0: Yes, yeah. <laughs> and they have chosen to hang out with us, you know, exactly. and that was that was a big one for me too. It was like, oh, they chose me, they actually chose me for me. Mm-hmm. They didn't chose me. they didn't choose me so that I could be somebody that I'm not. you know, they actually chose me for me, nice. and that's that was like so relaxing when I realized that
2: <laughs> relaxing, Wow, that's it. Mm-hmm. you know, what if it was relaxing to be a parent? <laughs> yeah, what if it was easy? what if it was fun?
4: But if there's yep. more
2: to this than you possibly could imagine. So we're coming up towards the end. Is there anything you would like to share with the listeners? Tell us, you know, you had to contact you again. And any last words you'd like to
0: gift to parents out there? You know, yeah, I, I think really just um, know, know that you know and know what you know as a parent. And a lot of it's not going to be cognitive. It's going to be, you know, you might want to call it your gut or your intuition or your awareness, right? But yeah. no, and when you do that, you create this space for your whole family to actually relax. And so much of this is energetic, you know, and we, we think we have to, like, prove that we're doing and, be, you know, and it's like, no, no. If you're really with your kids and you're just present with them, that's that's mostly what they require. Yeah. And it's a lot easier than we think it is. Yeah. or so someone say
2: once be you and change the world but be you and change the family
0: exactly (laughs) thank you heather thank you you. so much Mm
2: heathernichols.com and was it accessconscious.com slash Nichols? is
0: that your i don't know they have to go search i think that i don't remember if we set that up or not so but you can search for me on accessconsciousness.com and you'll find me
2: okay (laughs) cool thanks for coming on i really enjoyed this yeah me
0: too thank you so much